Hello, everyone, and welcome to my podcast, which is called Steps to the Spirit. My name is Chuck, and we're in season number two of the podcast, and this is episode number 31. This is the second part of the step number nine in the 12-step program. Last week we did part one. And now we're doing part two, and the title of this episode is Step 9, Making Amends, Part 2. And just to remind you that uh, in all of these steps, I always associate a what I believe is a gift from God that goes along with each step. I, of course, believe that all of these steps, the program, is God-given, and that God has given it to us in order for us to become uh, or learn to become closer to him or her. But the gift I associate with this particular step is the gift of courage. That's a nice gift to get from God because this step makes me sometimes sum up all the courage I can possibly find. Sometimes I found that I would rather face a bullet than to have to face that person that I hurt when I was involved in my addiction to alcohol. I remember waiting to talk to some people and standing in a different place and just walking, pacing back and forth and thinking to myself, God, I need your help. I need your power. I need something to be able to face this person and tell them what I did. Sometimes they might not even know about it. Sometimes it could be quite a surprise to them. So then I, I just have to suck it up, accept that gift of courage from God, and go through with the, that part of the step. In the last episode, we talked about made direct amends to such people wherever possible. And for me, that was usually kind of a no-brainer. I knew who I hurt. I knew who I had to talk to. I knew who I had to say I was sorry to. And there wasn't very much conflict going on anywhere. However, in this episode... I want to talk a little bit about the second part of that ninth step. And that says, accept when to do so would injure them or others. Now, first of all, I want you to notice that it doesn't say, accept when to do so would injure me. I really have nothing to to consider here about my being, my feelings being hurt, my feeling humiliated, or whatever feelings I might have really don't count. The point is that I just need to clear this part of the wreckage of my past. And not that I'm going to be forgiven by God. I think I know I've already been forgiven before I talk to anyone. But in order to clear the human road, in order to clear 
my psyche in order to, and I found that by eliminating some of the bumps in the road that I've been through already, it tends to kind of make the road coming up a little bit smoother. That's the way it's worked for me, and I hope that's the way it's wor it works for you. So here I am trying to make amends. I go to Uncle Johnny and I say, Hey, Uncle Johnny, I realized I was, I'm an alcoholic. I've had a lot of problems drinking, and my dealings that I've had with you, I was drinking or, or involved in my addiction during those times. And I remember, I, I know I borrowed this 400 bucks from you. And I want to tell you, I'm sorry I haven't paid you back. And maybe I'm, I'm going to pay him back now, or I'm going to say, look, Uncle Johnny, I, I, I don't have that money now, but here's a hundred bucks, and I'm going to pay you the rest as soon as I can. Or I might say to my wife, sweetheart, I know that you have gone through a lot because of my addiction. And I want to tell you as much as I can that I am so sorry for having caused you all this grief. I'm sorry for having messed up our finances. I'm sorry for having you have to maybe go to work or do stuff that you would normally have to do if I were not suffering from this problem. So... Those two examples are fairly straightforward, and I'm sure they might be scenarios that would appear in uh, many people's list of taking care of persons they had harmed. So what does this step mean when it says except when to do so would injure them or others? Well, let's say, let's say I robbed the bank. No, this might be kind of a, a far-fetched example, and maybe it's not even correct, but let's say I robbed the bank, and I decided to go in and turn myself in, and I had a helper when I robbed the bank, uh, little Jane Doe, and I say, hey, listen, I did this when I was involved in my addiction, uh, I'm sorry I did it, I'm willing to pay the price for it. By the way, Jane Doe was with me when I did this, and uh, I don't know what anything about her, but I just want to let you know and clear my conscience. Well, I'm pretty sure that that's one of the things that it might refer to when the step talks about injuring them or others. I'm not responsible for Jane Doe. Jane Doe needs to be taking care of herself, and maybe she'll turn herself in too, who knows? but it's not my responsibility. I'm not trying to get other people well. I'm trying to get me well. If other people get well, by the way, uh, as, a, as a part of all of this, well, fine, that's okay. But I'm not, it's, it's not Chuck the do-gooder who wants to uh, make everybody right with God. Or I may have been involved with, say, a married woman, and decided that, oh, I better make a clean slate of this, and 
and make and take care of me and go to her husband and say hey I hate to admit this but when I was involved with my addiction I uh, had sex with your wife and I just feel like I need to tell you that so that I could clear my conscience well if this guy knew nothing about it what is the point why would I do something hurtful that will hurt him in order to get me to feel better. Now, in that case, it may be necessary for me to go to the wife and say, listen, I, I'm, I know what I did, and I feel responsible for you having been unfaithful to your husband. I think I was a big part of that, and I'm sorry and um, I wish I could somehow take it back, but I can't. That, if the husband had no clue or if nobody knew about it, might be an appropriate thing. I don't know. I'm not trying to say here what would be appropriate and what wouldn't. All I'm trying to give you is some examples that I might have thought about. And some of these could be really problematic to try to figure out how I should deal with them. Maybe I somehow in my office where I worked, I stole money. And maybe I had the help of somebody else in the office to do it. So the business would be on my list that I need to go to them and, and, and make amends. But it might be a case where I can't possibly make amends without implicating that other person. So what do I do in that case? Do I, maybe I would talk to them and tell them what my quandary was. I would certainly probably want to talk to my sponsor or talk to a mentor or maybe even talk to a lawyer. In some of these things, that might be necessary. In some cases where I have this list and... I say, hey, I could be in deep trouble here, or I don't know how to handle this. Many people in 12-step programs have had to handle just about any situation you can imagine. So usually I can get help. They might suggest, hey, you have to, you have to talk about this because you really need to get right with it. Or they might say, what are you, crazy? Don't tell anybody about that. It's only going to make things worse for, not only for you, but for everybody else. You are in a consideration, but you really don't want to hurt those other people. So I guess my final word on this situation, except when to do so would injure them or others, is that I believe that when I start to learn about these steps, when I start to actually apply these steps to my life, especially at this point, if I've been uh, fastidious and sincere and honest about doing, say, the first eight steps before I get to step nine, believe me, friends, you're going to have a pretty good handle on how to deal with these situations. I'm not saying that it's always going to be the way that you would like it to be, but what I'm saying is that 
you'll have a pretty good idea of what it is you should do. I said a long time ago in this book and other places that I'm quite sure that there wasn't anything, anything in my life that I have done that was not the right thing to do, that I didn't know it, that there wasn't somewhere inside, if I chose to look at it, that would tell me, hey, Chuck, you shouldn't be doing this. This is not the right thing to do. Now, in working this program, in doing these 12 steps, what I'm learning is that, I, yes, I need to look at it. Not only need to look at it, but I need to get my spirit's direction in order to deal with it. But still, if we look inside of ourselves, I'm sure we know what is the right thing to do. So that concludes step nine. Next time we'll be starting step 10, and which is the first of what we call the maintenance steps of the 12-step program. Thank you for listening and see you next time.